What's going on, ladies and gents? Robert Sykes, KetoSavage.com, and today I have special guest Catherine Arnston on the line. She is the founder, CEO, scientific research specialist, and pretty much everything with regard to energy bits. So she's going to dive in deep with regard to spirulina, chlorella, algae in general. How are you, Catherine? I am awesome. I'm loaded with algae, so how else could I be? <laughs> now, this is good. I've, I've, I'm excited to dive into this because this is an area that I have very little experience and expertise, so basically none. Um, so, so treat me as such and, and just totally enlighten me and the listeners and, and give us kind of a good overview of what algae is, how it can be used, and its benefits in the keto space and beyond. Okay, well, that's uh, I could talk for days on that, but uh, I, I won't. <laughs> um, but thank you for giving me this opportunity. And, and there is no shame about not knowing about algae because you are with the majority of uh, the world outside of Asia. Um, and that's why I exist. Um, and I'll just give you a quick backdrop. I didn't plan to be an algae expert. Trust me, I was following a traditional corporate career. I had an MBA doing international business, blah, blah, blah. And then my younger sister up in Canada developed breast cancer and her oncologist, who the cancer doctor, told her she needed to change her diet to an alkaline diet because it would help her heal. They didn't tell her what it was or why it would work. And she's my baby sister. So I said, I have no idea what it is either, but we'll figure this out together. And um, I did research for her and found out it's basically a plant-based diet because of the phytonutrients and the chlorophyll that build your immune system. So she did go through her care, her chemo. She did change her diet. She completely healed. 10 years later, she's still cancer-free. Meanwhile, I started reading more about plant-based nutrition, found out how powerful it was and well-documented, and thought that uh, this knowledge needed to get out to America. So I thought, heck, I guess I'll, I'll do what I can, and gave up my career, corporate career, went back to school, studied nutrition, and tried to get people to eat more greens, but found out they're either on a keto diet, so they didn't want to eat greens, or they don't like the flavor, or it's too much work. So I thought, well, gosh, if I can't get people to be healthier with greens, um, I got to find something that will give them all the greens that they need without the work that's keto. And uh, that led me down a rabbit hole and I, where I found algae. And when I discovered algae and its scientific profile and that it was ketogenic and paleo and vegan and the most nutrient-dense food in the world and the highest concentration of protein in the world and endorsed by the United Nations, NASA, and just about everybody else, um, but unknown outside of Asia, I decided that was nine years ago, I would devote the rest of my life to helping people understand the power of this wonderful nutrient, this food, it's a gorgeous crop, and uh, because it can, it will change lives and it will change our, our world because it's the most eco-friendly, sustainable crop in the world as well. So with that being the backdrop, <laughs> um, and I've now spent nine years researching algae, I will apologize upfront to you and your listeners for being extraordinarily passionate about algae because when you know as much about something that's so good as I do, um, you are eager to share it. It's like I've got this this 
I feel like the genie with the, the you know, the, the um, little gizmo that you can rub and all your wishes will come true. And, and, and you know, inside it is algae. And I want everybody's wishes to come true. If I could just get them to take the algae, it, it would probably happen. No, I love it. I love it. A little history about algae. And this is uh, also what makes me so determined to uh, get the knowledge of this uh, little plant out to the world is that most people probably do not realize that algae was the first life on earth not just the first plant, the first life on Earth four billion years ago. Before algae, Earth was just gas and water. I have no idea why algae, and it was spirulina in particular, it's a single cell organism, and frankly, it's a bacteria, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, it started growing, and algae releases oxygen while it's growing, and in fact, almost 90% of all oxygen on Earth, even to this day, is provided by algae, algae in the water, in the oceans, in the lakes. Um, that is what allows us to, to breathe. And so after about a billion years of spirulina growing and they have fossils to prove the, you know, that the carbon data to almost 4 billion years ago, there was enough oxygen on earth that other plant life could take, um, take form. And that's how life on earth started nurturing itself. So I tell people there's gotta be something magical uh, that was the first living form on earth and by the way has outlived everybody ice ages stone ages uh and it's still here so um that is also very compelling to me as someone who's quite interested in the history of the world and i hope your listeners feel as well so let me there's probably about 25,000 strains of algae they grow everywhere as i mentioned but about 99.999% of them are poisonous and you certainly do not want to stick your hand in your local swimming pool or pond and scoop up a bunch of algae because I promise you it will make you sick. And algae absorbs whatever is in the water. So if it's in a stagnant pool, uh, it's absorbing whatever toxins and are, are, are in there. So the algae that is grown for uh, consumption is a crop. It is no different than kale or broccoli, <clears throat> um, and it's your listeners will find this interesting to know that it's not grown in the ocean. The, the algae that you consume in from us or from other companies <clears throat> is a crop that's grown in fresh water. It's related to seaweed, which is from the ocean, but algae is grown in fresh water. And we grow ours in, um, are in Taiwan, which is world renowned for having the highest, uh, highest quality algae. And we grow ours outdoors uh, because I feel that's the um, that was the original way Mother Nature had it, um, and it's right. grown in triple filled. Ours is grown in triple filtered spring mountain water. So again, algae absorbs whatever's in the water. So you need a, a very clean source of water to ensure that you've got really high quality algae. So the two crops, algae crops that are grown for consumption, are spirulina and chlorella. And um, some people have heard the expression blue-green algae. Well, that's spirulina um, and chlorella is a green algae. They, um, they think of, um, you know, you have fruit and within the fruit category, you have bananas and oranges and apples or vegetables you have within the category of vegetables, you have, you know, bean sprouts and kale. Well, within algae as a category, you have chlorella and spirulina. 
So let's talk about the differences between the two of them and what they do in your body. And then we can later on talk about why they're important for either sports or a ketogenic diet or for health benefits. So spirulina, as I mentioned, was the very first plant life on earth, and it is what's called a blue-green algae. And the reason why it's called a blue-green algae is because it has two pigments in it. One pigment is called phycocyanin and it has certain healing properties. And the other pigment, which most people will be familiar with, is chlorophyll. Now, spirulina technically is a bacteria. Up until a few years ago, I hesitated to tell people this because up until a few years ago, people were quite concerned about bacteria. And now, thank goodness, everyone realizes that uh, we actually have more bacteria in our bodies than we do cells. And the bacteria, if you have good bacteria, they are almost more important to your health than even your own cellular structure because they uh, contribute to the health of your immune system, to digestion. So I'm quite proud now to tell people that spirulina is a bacteria. And what that means is, and the reason why that's important is a couple of reasons. First of all, it does not, spirulina does not have a um, cellulose wall. So it gets absorbed into your uh, bloodstream almost instantly because there's nothing for your body to break down. Uh, the other really interesting thing about um, spirulina is that it has the highest concentration of protein in the world, all of which are already in amino acid form. So again, nothing for your body to break down. When you eat um, animal protein, um, it can take up to three days for your body to break that down into amino acids. And if you are missing all some factors and cofactors, you could well end up only absorbing, you know, 10% of that. And so all of that is done, um, doesn't, all, all of the protein is what's called um, bioavailable because there's nothing for your body to have to break down. So spirulina, because it has this protein that has all these um, gorgeous amino acids and it's loaded with vit uh, vitamin B, which of course converts glucose to energy, um, it gives you and your body energy naturally in a very steady form. Um, it's also loaded with iron, which carries oxygen, so you have energy. Um, it's, it's also loaded with essential fatty acids, both the uh, omega-3s and something called um, uh, GLA, which is technically an omega-3, but behaves like an omega, or technically omega-6 behaves like an omega-3 because it reduces inflammation. Um, and it's also loaded with antioxidants. So spirulina is known as being an energizing algae. Now it's not energizing like sugar or caffeine. You don't get any sh sugar shakes. Um, it, our first customers actually were endurance athletes, Olympic athletes, run marathon runners because it gave them steady energy and didn't upset their stomach like all those sugary gels did um and it's certainly not you don't if you're a keto athlete you don't want to be taking those anyway so um, it's a terrific um food source for um having um energy at work um energy before your workout uh, we have surgeons truck drivers it just improves your focus we have parents whose children don't have ADHD any longer. Um, and it's the reasons why it works so well are all just based on the nutrient profile of spirulina. There are no additives, no caffeine, no sugars, no chemicals, no toxins, nothing. It is just clean, pristine, uh, keto, zero carb um, nutrition. One ingredient. 40 vitamins and minerals, 64% protein, which is three times the amount in, in animal protein. So it is a slam dunk 
when you want some energy or you want your hunger satisfied. The only downside to spirulina is probably that it doesn't taste very good. <laughs> and, you know, yeah, you'll I have feel, swallowing tablets, though, yeah, which makes it nice. But, you know, my algae are like my children to me. And so, you know, so it has, you know, it makes it gives a personality uh, that you that it's got this sort of uh, side to it. I personally love to chew mine because I love the feeling of um, eating something. And I eat them with almonds and sea salt, which uh, helps improve the flavor. And I remind people that um, there's another product that I can't, you know, that a lot of people take. I don't endorse it at all. It's Red Bull. Um, and it's not good for you at all. It's got all sorts of terrible chemicals in it. And people don't like that flavor either, but they use it. And so you would get better energy from spirulina. Um, again, it's a, a flavor that you would probably need to get adjusted to. But if you do not like the flavor, you can grind it up and put it into a smoothie uh, or you can just swallow it. Um, we made them very, very tiny. So uh, that's why we call them bits because we think they're so cute. Uh, they're bits of food, but you can swallow them and you get exactly the same benefits as this if you swallow them. So spirulina, blue-green algae, generally used for um, either energy, satisfying your hunger, intermittent fasting. It's fantastic for intermittent fasting because it does not decrease your ketones or increase your glucose. It's great if you're diabetic. Again, it lowers your glucose if you're diabetic. Um, and also we, we have a very, it's a terrific uh, pre-workout um, fuel that's natural and not a single additive. And, and the, again, the tablets are very easy to travel with. We give you a little tin inside our bag so you can refill them and all that sort of jazz. So it's, uh, uh, it's been used for hundreds of years, quite honestly, um, in, in Mexico, in the 1600s, the Mexicans were using it. Um, it was discovered by a Dutch uh, chemist in the late 1800s to have the highest concentration of protein. So, so it is really amazing um, food crop. So that's spirulina. Now its sister is chlorella. Uh, chlorella developed about a hundred, about a billion years after spirulina, uh, and it is officially in the plant kingdom because it has a, a. Not only does it have a cellulose wall, where spirulina does not, it has the hardest cellulose wall in the plant kingdom. So hard, in fact, that it has to be cracked at production. But uh, and so it does take a little longer to get into your bloodstream. But here's one of the beautiful things about this: a remarkably hard exterior cell wall. It attaches to toxins and chelates them out of your body like nothing else. It's um, been used by uh, biological dentists for decades for pulling out mercury when they take out people's um, amograms. It's been used by Mercury Poisoning Association. It also pulls out radiation. It was used at Chernobyl, um, Fukushima, Hiroshima, um, because it's known as the only thing that pulls out radiation. It will pull out lead. It will pull out, um, athletes love it because it pulls out lactic acid. So they use the spirulina as a pre-workout and they use the chlorella as a post-workout. So your muscles aren't sore the next day. Uh, it also pulls out alcohol. So if you take it after you drink alcohol, whether it's beer, wine, spirits, um, you don't. You are sober in an hour and a half, and uh, you um, will never have a hangover. So it's very. It's known as a very powerful chelator, far better than uh, activated charcoal. Activated charcoal pulls out all minerals in your body. Uh, all that you know, it pulls toxins, but all minerals. Um, chlorella does not do that. Chlorella only pulls out toxins, and in fact, it's loaded with forty vitamins and minerals. So it uh, it only it restores minerals and does not take 
minerals out. It only pulls out toxins. I, I call it intelligent food for two reasons. Um, you have to be intelligent to take it and uh, it knows what to do in your body. It's, it's considered an adaptogen. So in addition to being belonging to the plant kingdom, well, let me say one other thing. It does belong to the plant kingdom, but it's not technically a plant. It's considered a sea vegetable. And the reason for that is uh, chlorella and spirulina do not have any of the downsides of plant of plants. There's what's called anti-nutrients, um, phytic acid, lectins that are found in a lot of plants that can cause damage to your stomach lining and uh, lead to food uh, allergies and inflammation, fatigue. And there are no lectins. There are no um, phyto, none of these um, what I call anti-nutrients in uh, either of the algae. So even though chlorella does belong to the plant kingdom, it's technically what we call a sea vegetable because it doesn't have any downsides, only upsides. A couple other really amazing things about chlorella. Remember, spirulina has the highest protein in the world. Chlorella has the highest chlorophyll in the world. And most people know that chlorophyll is what makes your uh, plants green. And that's why your mother's told you to eat your veggies when you're young. So what does chlorophyll do? Well, chlorophyll is a fat-based pigment. And the reason why this is important is because anything that's fat-based is going to heal your cell walls. And we're all learning that you know aging and health all starts in the cell, the cell wall, the mitochondria. You need to do things that are gonna keep those mitochondria healthy and um, your, your cell walls nice and lubricant so that the nutrients can get in and the toxins can get out. So chlorella, in addition to pulling out toxins, because of the high chlorophyll, it builds your cells, it builds your immune system, all those phytonutrients. And in fact, during World War One, when the injured, um, when they ran out of blood transfusions for the injured, they would give them liquid chlorophyll and they would heal just as fast as if they'd had a blood transfusion. And if you and you know a lot of people may not believe me but then i invite you to look at the cellular structure of chlorophyll and you will find that it is identical to the cellular structure of your hemoglobin absolutely identical ex with one exception in the center of your hemoglobin is an iron atom and in the center of chlorophyll is a magnesium atom now if that one atom wasn't there, our blood, our blood literally would be green. Um, and the reason why that, that um, <laughs> iron atom is important because that's what carries oxygen in your blood and helps, um, gives you, um, and oxygen of course gives you energy. So you have to say to yourself, huh, if something is virtually identical to our blood hemoglobin structure, it's gotta be something important about it. So you do need to have it in your, in your daily diet. And um, I know we'll circle back to the keto diet and very few people are um, eating a lot of greens because they don't want the carbs. Um, but so you're, you know, you're cheating your body and your longevity um, by depriving yourself of chlorophyll. So you can get way more, you can have a room full of chlorophyll, you know, you would have to eat a room full of kale to um, get the equivalent chlorophyll that might be in a couple servings of the chlorella. So it's very, again, very efficient nutrition and ketogenic. So you're never coming out of ketosis uh, and still you're getting your chlorophyll met, needs met. Uh, chlorella, just a couple other top notes of chlorella, has the highest concentration of RNA and DNA in the world. Um, what that means is it helps as you age, your DNA and RNA are damaged. And so this helps your, them to grow back healthier. So that's very um, good news for those of us who are over 20. <laughs> um, it also um, has, as I mentioned, very high amounts of, of iron so that 
um, boosts your uh, your oxygen and reduces fatigue. Um, and um, there was something else I was going to say. Oh yes. Uh, the chlorophyll, it's very high in K2. Are, are you familiar with K2, the importance of K2? Yes, yes. Um, so vitamin K2 is a relatively new vitamin. They discovered it about 25 years ago, which I guess is new in the science world. Um, and it's so different from K1. People know that K1 is in green vegetables and helps your blood clot. What K2 does is it removes calcium from soft tissue like blood vessels, um, your skin, organs, your brain, and it moves it into your bones where uh, calcium should belong. So in one fell swoop, it, K2 will help re reduce heart disease, Alzheimer's, um, uh, kidney stones, wrinkles, and help prevent osteoporosis because everyone's taking calcium and they're taking D3 to help absorption with calcium, but it's being absorbed in the wrong places. And chlorella, both spirulina and chlorella have K2, but chlorella has twice the amount of K2 in um, in it that uh, spirulina does. And there's very few food sources that have K2. They are, it's really only, it can only be found in grass-fed animal protein or a dish called natto, which nobody in America eats. Um, and uh, the reason why it's only in grass-fed animal protein is that animals have uh, extra bacteria in their gut that allow them to convert, convert K1 into K2. So when we eat animal protein, we do get um, the K2 because it's already in the, in, in the animal. But not everybody can afford uh, grass-fed animal protein, and it may be difficult to find, and you still may not be able to eat enough of it to get sufficient K2 into your diet. And there are K2 supplements now, but um, K2 has multiple different variations and all the supplements are made with something called um, MK4, uh, 7 which is an artificial, it's made from, mm -hmm. uh, I think, fermented chick chickpeas. And algae and animal fed protein has M4. And uh, the reason why I, I feel M4 is the better K2 is a couple of reasons. One is M4 is the only K2 version that can get into your brain. Your, uh, and so, you know, brain health is obviously very important. And um, I, um, if, I, I'm also just a believer in sort of the more natural sources for health and nutrition. So um, I'm really Absolutely, trying to get yeah. people to take what you know, is more natural because if it comes from food, it has all the factors and cofactors. So your body knows how to absorb it and what to do with it. So in summary, chlorella is a wellness algae. That's what we call it, recovery bits. Ours is recovery bits because it helps you recover your health or recover from sports. It's got the chlorophyll that builds your immune system. It pulls out toxins. It's got the K2 to prevent heart disease or osteoporosis. Um, it's got the um, uh, RNA and DNA that speeds up your, um, you know, it keeps your RNA and DNA healthy. And it has this interesting thing. They didn't know what else to call it. So they call it chlorella growth factor. Chlorella is the fastest growing organism in the world. Um, if you've read anything about um, uh, um, uh, alternative fuel, biofuel, they were always using chlorella as the um, material. Uh, they were trying to trap the energy from when the cells divide because it's the fastest growing organism. So what that means for you and your health is that when you take chlorella, um, be because you've got this RNA and DNA and all these other wonderful nutrients, it helps your cells grow faster. And so you heal from injury or surgery uh, in, in much less time uh, with uh, thanks to all these wonderful nutrients in chlorella. It is, it is hands down to me, I believe, the most important food 
frankly, in the world. I think it's even more important than spirulina because we're so full of toxins in our world and, and we're struggling to um, stay ahead of, you know, eliminating them, the ones that have been gathering in our bodies and trying to um, get rid of the ones on a daily basis. So, um, so I think chlorella is very powerful. Spirulina has all that wonderful protein, um, but the chlorella is uh, very, very uh, detoxifying. So those are the two main algae uh, that are grown for consumption purposes. And um, they are, if you grow them carefully like we do, I, the safest, purest, nutrient-dense food, bar none, in the world. And the irony is um, they are a multi-billion dollar industry in Asia. Uh, and they're all, it's all grown in Asia, India, Taiwan, Japan, uh, China, don't ever get any from China because you can't trust the, the labeling there or even the purity and the quality. So um, I was thrilled to see that uh, in January of this year, the White House and Senate, Congress, everybody, they uh, signed into, um, into being the very first Algae Agricultural Act as part of the Farm Bill because they're realizing that right. algae is the most nutrient-dense food in the world. Um, is most cost efficient you can you know when you grow corn or wheat you get one crop a year right and and it's monocropping and you're killing the soil and it's not good for the planet it's not gluten's not good for us anyway so um but farmers get lots of subsidies to grow this stuff so it's bad for everybody and yet with algae because it takes a month to grow you can have 10 or 11 crops a year not just one and since it grows in water um it uh, can be grown in inarable areas, so it can, you can grow it in a desert, and it uses a tenth of the land to get 100 times more protein, and it uses a fifth of the water. Um, so they've realized it's eco-friendly, sustainable, nutrient-dense, and it needs to be grown in America. So um, I'm so excited about that because now algae farmers will start to get some respect <laughs> and some, maybe some money to, uh, to grow it because it needs... We need it here in America. We need it everywhere in the world. I don't know, you probably aren't aware of this, but back in the 70s, 1974, uh, the United Nations had a global conference on, on spirulina and declared it then as the answer to world hunger because of its high protein um, concentration. So it, there's so much science about algae. There's almost 100,000 studies on the health benefits. So it's all evidence-based. But the problem is the knowledge and all the science has been stuck in the scientific world and it hasn't made its way out to consumers or practitioners or athletes. And so that's basically what I've done. We've made sure our quality is, is, is uh, unquestionable and we do third party lab tests here to be sure that doctors can feel confident when they recommend it to their patients. But, but I pride myself on going through the science, digging through, trying to connect the dots for people and making it easier for them to understand what this stuff is. It's not pond scum. Uh, it's a nutritional rock star. And um, the good news about chlorella, remember I mentioned spirulina is a little tough flavor to get to, to around. Chlorella tastes delicious. Um, it tastes more like a soy nut. It's very dry. And when you put sea salt on it, or you mix it with almonds or macadamia nuts, you swear you're eating potato chips. It is off the charts. Fantastic. So I can hardly wait to um, launch a, uh, you know, a trail mix or something, because if we can show people how um, this tastes really good, especially the chlorella. And at, while you're eating something that's tasty and you're basically 
giving your body all the nutrients that it needs to either combat an illness or prevent one, um, it just doesn't get any better. <laughs> At least I don't think so. Yeah, no, I think, I mean, like just listening to you talk, it's it's apparent that you're very passionate about it uh, and for, for good reasons too. I mean, I, I've, I've dug into algae a little bit and the research that I've uncovered is, is pretty, pretty profound. I mean, I, I don't think that people realize how beneficial this stuff truly can be. Out, out of curiosity, why do you think the states are so far behind Asia? Sure. Well, it's not just the states. It's any country outside of Asia. And, and there's three main reasons that I, have, uh, I, I believe is why it's, it's not well known. Um, one is that, as I mentioned, it, it's all grown in Asia. So um, just like, you know, they've been using, uh, been eating sushi for decades and they've been eating green tea for decades. Um, when your market is close to the source of your product, the, the awareness is just more, um, is, is just deeper. So, um, algae has been sold mm -hmm. in America for 50 years, but because the market isn't very well developed, the Asian suppliers basically have been selling the product here with the same Asian packaging, maybe just made it English, but it looked, it looks weird. <laughs> it looks like it should be on the bottom shelf of some Chinese, yeah. you know, pharmacist. So, uh, so that's not very consumer friendly. So that's one reason is that just the um, packaging has been uh, unfamiliar to people and you know it, it's not very welcoming number two is um there are homeopaths and some vegan trainers a handful of people in america that are aware of algae and back in the 60s there was a little boom of interest as sort of part of the anti-war anti whatever um but most of that came from china and it was discovered that a lot of it was poor quality or they um you know there might have been some toxins included in there or they you know i've got pictures where you know they were in capsules they had ground up rocks to dilute the quality and the efficacy of, of the algae get you know get more for their money so the most of the suppliers up until recently certainly until us um have been focused on high volume low quality so when i i wasn't even planning on starting a company i just wanted to help my sister and then i could help more people so i just decided for me uh quality was number one so it took me years to find which countries had the best algae which you know, co companies I could work with. And so I'm very proud that we have very, very high and stringent controls. And because we sell our algae through doctors and chiropractors and homeopaths and naturopaths, they have to be sure that the quality is uh, unquestionable. So we do third-party lab tests, by FDA, at an FDA-approved lab, so um, that show that there are no toxins, um, the nutrients are exactly what they, we say they are. So we, so that, so we've eliminated the problem with quality because that you know a lot of people if you're a trainer and you've got athletes on your team you don't want to recommend something to them that could be hazardous to their health and get them kicked out of their sport so so number one um we made the packaging more friendly number two we eliminated the quality issue um the other reason is that nobody has taken the time like we have to go through the science and it takes a lot it's a lot of work to go through you know, I haven't gone, I admit, I haven't gone through 100,000 studies, but I've gone through thousands, certainly thousands of studies to try to mm -hmm. understand the and pull out the 
the most important uh, connections. Uh, for example, I think I'm the first person that really realized that the nutrient profile of spirulina is almost identical to mother's breast milk. And I only stumbled across that because I saw some chart with mother's breast milk and I looked at all the amino acids and thought, gosh, that looks a lot. That looks familiar. And then I ran to our chart that showed all of our amino acids and spirulina and everything else that was in it. And I thought, my gosh, it's the exactly same amino acids in the exactly same proportion and then had other other nutrients. And, and uh, you know, we all know that mother breast milk is, you know, mother's nature's perfect food. Well, you know what? So is spirulina because it's virtually identical to mother's breast milk. I thought that was a pretty cool revelation. So um, I'm quite proud that we've taken a lot, right? And I personally have taken a lot of time to try to do the heavy lifting on the science so that I could explain to people in sort of more layman's terms uh, what these nutrients are doing and what nutrients your body needs to perform at its best to reduce inflammation, to protect yourself from um, virtually anything. Uh, because our food supply is so damaged, our crops and our soils are so over farmed, there's nothing really left for the poor old plants to pull out of the root. They've got all kinds of toxins. Even if you eat organic, it's, it, you're still not getting the nutrients. They're finding that because of the CO2 levels and the ozone layers being just, you know, ruined, decreased, um, plants these days have more sugar and fewer nutrients than they did 50 years ago. So we're just nutrient deprived. Uh, we had somebody once who we recommend 30 tablets for a single serving. We had somebody email us they had two tablets and they were anemic and man she said she had so much energy she went for a run and she redecorated her house and painted her kitchen <laughs> it's like if that just doesn't tell you something i mean man uh, if we could get proper nutrients into people um and their children and this stuff is safe for any age newborns pets granddads um, I know we could help people be healthier, avoid a lot of illnesses, have more energy, um, just enjoy life and live longer with um, uh, a higher quality of life. And that's very, you know, very compelling. So the reason why algae isn't known in, a, in America or anywhere else is lack of education, lack of poor, of good packaging, poor, poor quality control. And let's face it, the pharmaceutical industry and the bio biotechs they want you on drugs they're not gonna they're not gonna spend time researching something that they can't get a patent on this is you can't patent broccoli you can't patent kale you can't patent algae either it's a, it's a food crop so they're not gonna do it and the food industry um, big corporations what they they don't nurture and develop new markets they wait for somebody else a little company like us to find an opportunity, nurture it, educate people, and then they eventually acquire it. That's what's happened with, you know, CBT. That's what's been happening with paleo. That's what's been having collagen, um, uh, lots of keto products, um, whether, you know, Kettle and Fire, any of these wonderful um, young companies that have been developing products that are healthy uh, and full of nutrients, they've had to do it from scratch because, Big companies don't do that sort of thing. So it's really left to people with passion who choose to pursue something because they want to make a difference like myself. Um, and that's what carries us through the difficult times, trying to um, get people to take a look at something that's good for them. <laughs> and we're doing it because we know it's good for them. We just want them to 
uh, take the time to understand why. Yeah, I really, really appreciate that. I think a lot of companies, you know, they're, they're just out there to to find a product that 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 makes them money, as opposed to finding a product right. that fits a need and fills that gap. And and you being motivated originally by your your sister, I mean that right there. I mean to me that it just gives you so much more weight in everything that you said today. You know, like I really appreciate what your driving motivation is. Yeah, and and it's um it it's the truth. And you know, I live for the emails we get from our customers about their cancer going to remission, or they have normal blood pressure reading for the first time, or they're a seventy year old who's now running races again and and winning in their category. I mean, we're making a difference, and um. It, and when you build a company with that in mind, it, it informs every single decision. It changes how I hire people, the way we spend our money. Once we get bigger, you know, we'll just pour all the money back into organizations that we can support. My, my long-term dream is to give this stuff away at disaster areas and uh, put it and get it in school lunches. Um, algae never uh, technically goes bad. It, it uh either in its packaged form or even it's growing. I'll, uh, I'll tell you a funny story. Algae is the only crop that never dies. Uh, it will just go dormant for as long as it is required and then it will start growing again. I, I, I read an article in the National Geographic. Um, some some re researchers went up to the North Pole and they got some, um, they excavated some rock from some prehistoric glacier from, you know, three billion years ago. And they brought it back to the lab and they found some algae in the, in the rock and out of curiosity they they took a little bit of it and they put it into a petri dish and put it in some water and lo and behold it started growing again like awesome. <laughs> how crazy is that so <laughs> i and we get people emailing us you know is the expiration date's gone by is this still safe it's safe forever. That's why when I talk about giving it to disaster areas, I mean, we could airlift this stuff to places and it could be there for 10 years and it would still be fine. Um, so it's it's a remarkable food that way. It's a remarkable, unusual plant um, that can do amazing things. But yeah, I'm, I'm very passionate because I know I've seen the science. I know what it does. I just want more people to bring it into their life um, so they can start feeling great again. <laughs> Absolutely. There's a, you know, I look at several of the graphs and uh, whatnot comparing, you know, vegetable nutrient profile to that of like a meat, for instance, and especially like in the, the keto space, there's a pretty popular graph that illustrates, you know, meat just totally blowing uh, like a thing of broccoli out of the water as it relates to, you know, nutrient density. Um, where, where does, you know, chlorella and spirulina stack up against other vegetables? Is there, I mean, I know it, it totally blows them out with, with regard to most things, but is there any hole in that? graph whatsoever like is there anything that is not met with the same kind of density right. as another vegetable or, or no uh well we have a nice quote from nasa that says one gram of spirulina has the nutrient equivalent of a thousand grams of any other fruit or vegetables so that's pretty powerful that's why they feed it to the astronauts and in fact i read today in, in an article that um they're they really um want to grow algae in the their missions to Mars, not only because it releases so much oxygen, like I mentioned before, but because it is so nutrient dense. Um, but uh, in, it, it is a complete uh, protein, number one, and it, it, with 40 vitamins and minerals, it's, uh, it, it can replace your vitamin, your multivitamin, it can replace your minerals, your calcium, magnesium, potassium, you probably don't need CoQ10, you definitely don't need 
fish oil. Uh, as most people know that you may, may, may or may not know, most fish oil goes rancid. It's just the nature of oxidation. Um, it can't be prevented. So um, it's not your best source of omega-3, even though omega-3 is very, very important. And I tell people, guess where the fish get the omega-3 from? They get it from algae. So, so uh, and, you know, algae will give you all the omega-3 uh, and other essential fatty acids that you need. And they are in smaller quantities. On the but they don't, you know, they don't go rancid and they're certainly vegan. I will say, however, um, there is virtually no vitamin C in algae. So um, what I do to compensate for that is I, when I get up in the morning, I always have a couple of glasses of water with uh, lemon squeezes in them. Uh, so if you're on a keto diet and you don't want, you know, fruit is not something that's obviously going to be on your um, regular routine. Routine. I think the, um, right, the, right. the um, yeah. you know, if you want to take a vitamin C tablet, that's great. Or um, the lemon, the lemon juice would also be an alternative. Um, so that's the only nutrient um, that I feel that is important because it is an antioxidant. But there's other really powerful antioxidants um, in the algae. Chlorophyll obviously is one of them, and um, in spirulina, there's something called SOD, um, superoxide dismutase, that um, actually is. Um, even more powerful as an antioxidant than anything else. And there's, it's very difficult to find in any other food. But um, uh, other than the, the vitamin C, and there, there's not a lot of D3 either. So I will um, probably um, su you know, suggest that people take D3. But if you live in the South, um, you, you're, you're good to go because you can just go step outside. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it sounds like I, I'm always listening to you know, different podcast guests and experts in nutrition to see what I can do differently with my nutrition. And it sounds like if I just stick with a, you know, high quality sourced red meat with, you know, some energy bits and squeeze of lemon in my juice with, uh, with one of my keto bricks, I'd be good, good to go for the day. Uh, that's all I need really. For your energy. Yes. And, and, um, and so generally we suggest because people like energy throughout the day uh, to take the spirulina in the morning or the afternoon. Um, but definitely don't cheat yourself out of the chlorella. Um, and because your body goes through a natural detox at night, um, if you wanted to get into a routine, we would say take your spirulina in the morning, in the afternoon, and take your chlorella at night. Um, and the reason for that is your body, because you're sleeping, you're going through a natural detox. Also, chlorella has the highest concentration of tryptophan, so it does help you sleep. Now, it won't, it won't make you sleepy during the day, but it will... Um, cause you to, you know, have it because tryptophan is a precursor to melatonin, which helps you sleep. Um, so it does facilitate that. Um, also take it after a workout. So spirulina is good for a pre-workout. Chlorella is good for a post-workout. Um, and again, you don't need any of those carbs um, when you're you know, when people transition to keto, there's often this what's called the keto flu. And it's because your body mm -hmm. is releasing so much water. Uh, and when the water is being released, it's carrying lots of minerals. And so including, um, you know, salt. And so it's the, it's the deprivation of those minerals that um, can cause you to feel a little fatigued. So in but the, the algae, um, both spirulina and chlorella are loaded with minerals. 
um, potassium, magnesium, a little bit of sodium. So it really helps prevent that keto flu. Uh, although I do also still encourage people to, you know, uh, that's why one of the reasons I like to suggest putting the um, sea salt on your algae if you like the chlorella. Uh, now you're getting even more salt and the minerals and you're boosting your uh, immune system at the same time. So it helps alleviate that keto flu. And then, you know, it just keeps you topped off as you keep going. <laughs> and, and you're recommending, you said, what, 30, 30 of these tablets a day? Uh, that's what we recommend. And the reason people say, well, how did you get to 30? When we first started, as I may have mentioned, we were working with a lot of athletes, marathon runners, triathletes, Olympic athletes. We actually had so many Olympic athletes. I sent two of my team to the Winter Olympics in Sochi, and we were um, in, invited into the um, Olympic Village for both the American Olympic Village and the Canadian because um, – I'm Canadian, um, but uh, uh, where was it going with it? So, so we we found that you know for the athletes to get energy, we started with ten, then we went to twenty, twenty-five. It wasn't until we hit thirty that they consistently felt a boost of energy. We've so that's how we we do single servings with thirty, and we recommend thirty. But since then, we've um, realized the average person is so nutrient deprived that even five or ten at a time will make a difference in your health. Um, and it's like a lot of things, you kind of have to sort of play around with what your perfect blend is. I still personally uh, like to suggest 30 if you are doing a workout or um, you're getting started in the day. But if, if you get energy from five or 10, then that's that's cool. Take five or 10, it'll certainly make your, your algae last longer. Um, on the other hand, there is no upper side. It's like you can't eat too much salad. Or you, um, we have we fuel five NHL teams, and um, they take they have seventy five or a hundred uh, spirulina ground up in their smoothies before a game, and then they take the same amount of the chlorella tablets after the game to pull out the um, lactic acid. And I personally have about that much myself anyways uh, and I have for about the last eight years and I couldn't live without this stuff so it's just like a very healthy um, food snack you can't you know or a vegetable you can't have too much of it and because there's only one calorie and there's zero carbs and it's ketogenic and vegan and um, pure and toxin free and all those other jolly good things um, it's uh, it's a real blessing to your body so if you want to start with a smaller quantity to see how you feel, uh, that's great. It's also great for children, and we recommend one tablet per age. So if they're three, uh, we suggest maybe three a day. Uh, if they're five, give them five a day. Um, and pets, I'll just warn you, your pets will love this stuff. And it will become a uh, you know, a very habit, a very expensive treat if uh, they um, if they start using it. But I, I also say, hey, how many how many – foods can you and your pet enjoy together right <laughs> yeah yeah no th this is good I, I did not even know it could be applied to that but I, I mean it makes total sense we have our, our dogs keto now so it only makes sense to to give them this yeah as well. yeah well i have some friends who you know this one friend she had a a small lap dog and she made the mistake of leaving her bag of uh, spirulina tablets on the counter and somehow this little lap dog jumped up on the counter got to the bag and ate the entire bag. So almost a thousand, she was so worried that he was gonna die. And I said, no, 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 he'll just throw up, which he did. And he was perfectly fine. But this dog had tried them and man, when he realized they were up there, he was gonna do everything he could to get access to them. And another friend of mine has a, she lives in a 
three-story um, house and uh, she has five uh, um, cats and she said she can be pulling her bag out of the fridge and it'll rustle a little bit and those cats with, they will hear that and they will run down the stairs and circle around her legs waiting for her to give them some that so it's very it'll be very interesting i would love to have you um give your dog some and, and let me know what the reaction is because animals are very smart they know it's good for them uh, instinctively they go and eat grass when they're not feeling well because they know that the chlorophyll in the grass is very healing so uh, they know that there's so much chlorophyll and stuff in this in the, the algae that it's it's good for them. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So what about um, like just kind of dive into the process of how it's made? Because like I've seen the the videos, I've seen or not videos, but I've seen some pictures of like these uh, I call like plantations, algae plantations, almost. I guess. Yeah, that's that's probably a good term for it. Yeah. So just walk me through that. Sure. Well, the farms are not small, so. Uh, this isn't something like you would have in your local garden. They can be as large as uh, you know football stadiums, um, and you can tell what kind of algae farm you're looking at based on the shape of the of the farm space. So spirulina uh, is called spirulina because it grows in a spiral. So it when, uh, first they started in a um, they started in little test tubes just to grow it to get sort of like a little seedling, and then they move it out into the the uh, water tank. I call it a tank. I don't know. Some people refer to them as, uh, for spirulina, a runway. Because spirulina is, um, uh, the way it's farmed, you put the beginning, you know, uh, it's almost the, the seedlings at one end. And it it's, a, it's sort of like a bowling lane. It's very long and narrow because what it will do is grow from one end. It will spiral its way, filling up the runway with this um, sort of stringy, seaweedy looking kind of um, fiber until it reaches the end. So that's spirulina, it grows in spirals in long, narrow, um, as I say, they call them runways. And chlorella, um, it actually grows, it puffs out. Remember I said it was the fastest growing organism? So it puffs out in, in a circular fashion. So it's in round um tanks and so it grows it starts in the middle and it grows out to the sides of the circle um so what makes a difference in the quality first of all there's different strains of algae just like there's different quality meats you know you can have kobe beef and grass-fed beef and then you have that stuff i think they call it beef at mcdonald's but yeah. <laughs> um you know there's variations so same with algae there's different strains uh, and some have more nutrients and some have more protein. So we use the highest strain. And then it, you know, it depends on the quality of the water, which, um, so ours is triple filtered spring mountain water because you want to be sure that there's no toxins. Um, and then you gather up the algae um, and dry it. Now we don't use high heat to dry ours. We just sort of shoot it up into the air and, this, uh, and it's, it dries naturally. It filters down into a pile and do that multiple times. And the reason we don't use high heat is to preserve the enzymes. So it's still considered a raw food. A lot of companies, and this was again, um, stuff that you'll find at Target or um, some of these you know, now foods or what, very inexpensive algae. Um, they use high heat because they're a volume producer. So that kills the, new, the um, enzymes and it also deteriorates the quality of some of the nutrients. Um, so that's, you know, want to be careful of that. And then we, um, 
what's called tablet. We we push the water. There's a you know conveyor belt. They push the water out of the um, out of the dried algae and put into almost like little muffin tins. Uh, so it forms these little tablets. There is there are no binders. There is nothing else in it. We, a lot of companies have to use binders to keep the algae together or they what they do is they put it in a powder inside a capsule but sometimes they could put other fillers in that capsule and you don't really know what what's in there so um we don't do any of that we make sure ours is just 100 percent. there's only one ingredient and that's that and that's it nothing else um and uh and on that note i just want to make one sort of distinction between spirulina and chlorella remember i said spirulina is a bacteria mm -hmm. and does not have a cellulose wall chlorella has the hardest cellulose wall that I mentioned earlier needs to be cracked at production. So when I started the company, I found out that the common technique used to crack the chlorella is they tumble it physically with glass beads. Now this technique was formulated by the granddaddy of chlorella, which we're very grateful that they learned how to grow chlorella. It's called sun chlorella. So I'm very, very grateful for them for starting this back in the 50s. Uh, and they patented this technique. It's called Dynomill. Um, and virtually every other chlorella company in the world uses their technique, which is to tumble the, the chlorella with the glass beads. So it basically pulverizes the um, cell wall. So because if it wasn't pulverized or cracked, your body could not absorb the nutrients inside. Right. However, there was always suspicion that the heat from the glass, the glass heated up, and that lead was leaking from the glass into the chlorella. Now they deny that this was happening, but it, just when I was starting the company, just um, the state of California was informed of this potential problem. So they did some tests on their chlorella and did indeed find that the um, amount of lead exceeded the acceptable levels. I tell my my team, well, how much lead would be too much lead? Uh, you know, would it be any lead? <laughs> so. I decided we could not use that technique because the state of California had determined that that technique was not was harmful to your health. And they forced the company, they said, you can either stop selling or put a warning on your label. So um, they do have a warning on their packaging that says, you know, this, uh, this, uh, this contains a substance known by the state of California to cause, you know, brain, brain defects and whatever. And um, so I found a new technique right around that time that had been developed with more expensive where they pass the chlorella through a sound chamber and it's the vibrations that crack the chlorella so no heat no lead boom that's so that's what we use and i was telling this to somebody a few days ago and um they said oh good vibrations in your chlorella <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah i'm i'm and i'm you know i'm actually a reiki healer too and uh, i'm all about energy and and vibration so i'm very very happy um, that we have clean chlorella and spirulina, but and it's good vibrations. And uh, um, we've had uh, we've had lots of people actually contact us and tell us that they've muscle tested. They've never been able to take chlorella before, but they muscle tested ours and uh, found out that they could take it. And I think it's because it um, doesn't have the lead in it. So, um, so yeah, so chlorella has to be cracked to production and we pass ours through the sound chamber. And then we package it into UV protected bags. Uh, and the reason why this is important is because sunlight will, if, if you have light packaging or, you know, light colored bottles for your spirulina or chlorella, the light will pull the chlorella out. Now, it's not damaging to the algae, but it means that you're losing some of the power of the chlorophyll, which is very cleansing. So we made, we made sure that our packages were 99% UV protected. So 
we have large bags that are sold on our website and then we sell single servings through doctors and nutritionists and chiropractors and you can find um and 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 amazon we sell them on amazon so so that's and our you know packaging is all done under proper fda you know regulations and then we do the when we we import the algae uh in bulk from asia for the packaging and then we have each batch um tested at a third-party lab that's been approved by the FDA and we get those and we share those lab tests with all of our doctors and nutritionists and people who recommend or sell our product to their patients and clients because we want them to know that we have nothing to hide and that everything is safe and pure and clean and toxin free so um, we're doing everything we can to ensure um, a healthy safe nutrient-dense product that um, will, you know, can be used for many reasons, whether it's therapeutic or um, as a snack or for, you know, athletic performance or keto diets, whatever. And we were just at the uh, Metabolic Health Summit in um, Long Beach two weeks ago. Uh, Dr. Dominique D'Agostino is one of the founders of that. Um, yeah, I was there. I saw your booth. Were you there? Yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome. I uh I, I needed. We, we, I guess you were there. Then I, I didn't even think to to swing by and shake your hand. Oh man! Oh well, we'll be there again next year. So, so uh, wow, that's so exciting! I'm, I'm hoping to speak at it next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are, are you going to any of the other conferences? Well, we do. A, uh, we're doing about twenty conferences this year. We do a lot of chiropractic conferences, um, and uh, we're going to a lot of plant-based uh, doctor conferences. Um, we're starting to work a little bit in the spa industry, so uh, I, I think it's too late for us to be at KetoCon, but we'll probably be there next year. But we'll definitely be at the at uh, metabolic health again next year. And and for the last three years, we've been at um, Low Carb USA, and I've spoken at them for the last three years as well. Have you ever been to any of those? Not the Low Carb USA. I was I was going to go to that one, but I had to pull the trigger on the med on and go go to the metabolic health summit, so I opted for that yeah. one instead. Um, but I plan to go there next year. Yeah, metabolic uh, outstanding, and I've told them that, and we're we're going to support them and do as much as we can to help them because um, they're doing all the right things. They get really great speakers. It's a very, you know, it's so wonderful to be part of this community. We're all helping one another and connecting one another, and it's 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 like a big family. So because uh, we've got an important message to share. So you were there to see the. BMX. Uh, yeah, um, yeah. Josh Perry was tearing up. Yeah, that was awesome. That was really in the Charlie Foundation. Oh, it's just a great group of people. We really love them. Well, I can definitely tell that that y'all, you know, Energy Bits is is breaking out into the keto space. I mean, I think I heard of y'all's product initially on a Tim Ferriss podcast. I want to say, um, I think he was using it. But I mean, it was it was just so cool to see. I mean, y'all y'all are. I mean, your your branding has kind of become more in line with keto. I see that in the space, and it's just yeah. it's just cool to see. You know how the cross can path or how the paths can cross rather, and and it benefit you know all all groups, no matter what your tr nutritional protocol exactly. is. Exactly. We're also going to be at FitCon in the keto corner section um, because I don't believe there are any other keto sports nutrition products out there. Everything's carb and sugar based, and there's a growing number of keto athletes and. We want to know that um, we're here to support them because the the spirulina will give them the energy and keep their keto keep them in ketosis, and the chlorella will pull out their lactic acid and speed up their recovery. So um, we're very excited. We haven't even done a fitness show in five years. So um, and we and they, we met the keto the FitCon people at 
this metabolic health summit. And they said, please come to the keto section. So we said, all right, we're in. We're going to be there. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, I mean, keep doing what you're doing. Keep spreading the word like you are. And I mean, I mean, that's that's the best way to go about it. Just spreading it organically, naturally yeah, like that. I mean, that's exactly. how you really gain momentum. Yeah. And I, I am available to answer any questions anyone has um, because I want everyone to understand that um, this isn't something it may th they may think algae is weird or but but it's not it's just unknown it's it's just unfamiliar um, so just like keto was unknown and unfamiliar and first people thought it was weird and there's pushback but now the science is trickling out to show that there's benefits, especially even if you can't get to the full keto state, low carb, you've got to, people have got to get rid of those carbs and sugar. I mean, it's so damaging. It's just crazy to think really, about it. It's yeah. gone as long as it has. So we're no sugar, um, keto, vegan, whatever your dietary protocol is. Um, I have the science that will help you understand why it works. Because, uh, you know, knowledge is power, right? And so um, and if I don't have an answer, I will, I will find it. <laughs> I don't doubt it. I can tell you're, you're very passionate about this, which is just invigorating and exciting to witness. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm loaded up with algae. What can I tell you? <laughs> My mitochondria are just firing on all, on all, you know, bullets or whatever. <laughs> I, and I, I tell people selfishly, I need people to take the algae because I have a feeling uh, Dave Asprey and I are going to be the ones that are going to live 180 years. And then I, I need to be sure people are, my friends are around to hang out with me. So, <laughs> Yeah, well, definitely, definitely. Where, where can people go to, to, to get some of this stuff and, and try it for themselves? You bet. Uh, so we sell it on our website at energybits.com. And um, I'd love to give your listeners a 20% discount code. So when you check out, you'll see a coupon box. And if you enter the word Keto Savage, all one word, you'll get 20% off. It works on everything all the time. So that's the uh, that's the best way to do it. Remember, Energy Bits is the spirulina. We actually have another spirulina called Beauty Bits. So it's really more of a spa, but it's exactly the same as Energy Bits. It's just we package it in pink. Someone said, oh, you've got a boy spirulina and a girl spirulina and basically yes that's that's <laughs> the case whatever whatever it takes um and then chlorella which is a green algae is packaged in green and called recovery bits and then we have a blend which is vitality bits 50 percent chlorella and 50 percent spirulina but yes energybits.com and if you aren't ready yet to try full bag we also have a couple of options for you we sell on amazon and you can purchase single servings they're four dollars each through amazon or um, you can go to our homepage and click the find a retailer because we have practitioners, chiropractors, spas, gyms all over the country who sell the single serving. So there may be one nearby you and you could, you could um, uh, try a single serving from them. But Amazon is great for single servings. We really encourage people to try the single servings first so you know for sure that um, you like it. Um, and then uh, you'll get a better price because you get the 20% discount on energybits.com. But um, the other funny thing, as I'll mention, I was on Shark Tank a couple of years ago and um, they, they keep airing my segment and they aired it again the day before the Metabolic Health Summit. And so there I was, or no, the Cal Jam. Yeah, I was, we were at a chiropractic mm -hmm. show last week and I had people all morning coming up to me, were you on Shark Tank? And uh, yes, I was, but yeah, <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. But you'll you'll start hearing more about algae and hopefully energy bits soon. We're just a very si tiny company, very bootstrap, but 
uh, tiny but mighty. That's that's what I like to say uh, about us. Yeah, no, I, so, I have um, I have utmost respect for you for that. I mean, growing a, a small business myself, like you get you got to have so much passion and so much desire to hustle on a day to day basis. So yeah. hats off to you there. Well, we'll uh, we'll make sure you get some algae to keep keep your hustle happening. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, Catherine, I can't thank you enough. I mean, I truly feel like your your intentions and motivations are so pure, and and I can just you know tell that you're excited and passionate about what you're speaking about. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. You keep killing it. Yeah. Well, let's definitely hook up at the Metabolic Summit next year. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Until then, Catherine, have a great one. Okay. Thanks a lot, Robert. Bye bye. Bye bye.